Hello and welcome back to Lights, Camera, Life. It's Franklin. And it's Lady. Lady's just been telling me off about the fact that I was, <laughs> uh, I didn't need to shout before. <laughs> People can just put the volume up if they can't hear. Oh, you know, you've got, you got to give it the gzoom. <laughs> anyway, how are you today? You've been at home with me today. Yeah, been chilling. Been chilling. Maxing, been relaxing. Nice, nice and rainy. Shooting some people. Thinking about the film, I hope, that we watched last night. American fiction? Fiction, yeah. Uh, 2023 uh, film by Cord Jefferson. Oscar nominated. Oscar nominated. I think, um, um, yeah, we're, we're kind of reviewing a lot of the Oscar nominations at the moment, trying to keep it current. But um, yeah, what did you think? Well, we're going to go into that. Yeah. Lots of spoilers ahead, so if you haven't seen it, you might want to pause now. Are we doing spoilers then, yeah? Yeah. Okay, I, I think, think so. to be they, able they to do it justice. Up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, They always come up realistically. Yeah. Anyway, listen, it's a, a film that's starring Jeffrey Wright as Fio, F- Fili- Filionis? <laughs> Filonius. Filonius. Um, or Monk. He, or Monk, or Monkey, as his mum calls him, which I, I found quite funny. Sometimes I call you Monkey, don't you? Yeah, you do, and I call you Penguin. <laughs> but more as a racial slur than a term of <laughs> Is that even possible since we... Yeah, just for the record, we're the same colour, it's fine. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Monkey is a acclaimed writer who's actually got writer's block. He's not written for a while. Yeah. Uh, but in the meantime, he's a professor. Um, who's kind of been put on a sabbatical because he's just too angry, yeah. <laughs> too intense. Yeah. Um, he ends up going through a flurry of, you know, uh, family loss mm-hmm. um, and then stumbles upon a certain book, which he which really annoys him because uh, the book's basically highlighting all the worst parts of how white people see black culture uh, in, in his mind anyway. Mm. And I think that sort of, uh, is the motivation behind a lot of what he does in this film moving forward. I hope that's a good synopsis of it. I think it's a good synopsis for the over, the overview. Yeah. But it's probably doesn't spoil it too much. And doesn't spoil it too much. So I think that's quite good. What were your thoughts initially? Um, I don't know, you know, (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of how I summarise the film. I feel. Like I would love to see a poster on the tube uh, where it's like uh, American Fiction reviewed by a lady in America. I don't know. I you don't know. know. You know that's Two kind stars. of. If I had to just sum it up, I'd just be like, I don't know. I just. So is that a good? I don't know. Is it like it's 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 kind of made you really think and you haven't come to a conclusion? I don't know. Or it's just like it's meh. I don't know. This is. I think it might is. be the first one, and okay. I think that maybe I need to rewatch it to appreciate it because at the moment i think i'm tipping more towards feeling a little bit deflated by the whole thing oh really yeah then then wowed i think if i had to push one way or the other i feel it it feel it felt just a little bit half-baked i'm going to be honest yeah 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 so go on go 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 no you go now because well i've got I've, i've kind of divided the film into sort of three layers right um i think as a film um, I think it starts off really well. Yeah. Um, I think the, I'm I'm loving this environment that I'm seeing all these black characters. I'm loving the the kind of uh, intense, uh, incisive dialogue mm. between, say, Jeffrey Jeffrey Wright's character uh, Monkey mm. and his sister. Mm. Um, I'm also liking the witty banter, the kind of yeah. uh, self aware jabs that they make. The Roe versus Wade joke is that was very, uh, that was very, that's very good. Some serious that's, banter. that's some serious banter. <laughs> like, you know, you've, you, <laughs> that's, that's, you know, uh, 
high high bar high, high brow, high brow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah and then um, suddenly she dies um, so that's a spoiler very very big curve very ball. big curve one yeah. was not seeing no, that at all didn't, um, didn't expect that so but then I realised you know the, the, this is a satire this is a tyrannical take mm. so I'm thinking okay that gives them the brevity to kind of meander through a lot of big things but quite easily because i don't think the focus is on those things you know remember in the film i said to you it's almost like she hasn't died it's like yeah. there was a footnote and then they just kind of carried on as they were and obviously they 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 they, they talk about it i think yeah. it affects the mother who then of sort course. of slides into alzheimer's yeah. fully even though they've, they've mentioned it mm. um yeah i think that from there as a film it fizzles out and starts to lose focus. Yeah, and I think that's my problem with it, is that the satirical side of things is good. And I think that, as a film alone, is a very excellent concept. And like you said, I think the beginning part of the film was very strong and it felt very original and and quite exciting. And then you kind of got tipped into this short sharp tragedy yeah. when the sister died and then you thought okay like there's there's a okay, lot there's more a lot. going on yeah, yeah. and then that just got taken away from you yeah. so then I sort of felt like I was just spinning for a bit and it just felt a bit confused yes and yeah that and I think that's where the disappointment came because I think that I don't know if the the satire alone is enough to be a great film because Absolutely. I feel like that's kind that. of been done before yeah and yeah. I have to be honest, I don't know if it's because he looks a bit like Jordan Peele, but this very much feels like a Jordan Peele type situation. Yeah. But I think, I think part no, of that no. is because he looks like Jordan no, Peele. No. I'm trying to figure out, is it just me? But anyway. My love, you're, do, you're doing it again. Like, he does not look like Jordan Peele. A tiny all, bit. He just not just, just hair. Like, no, I know. Jordan Peele. Well, he, but Jordan Peele wears lots of, lots of different characters. So it could be, it could be Jordan Peele with a bald mask. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to move on quickly. But um, it, yeah, there's that side of things, and the, there was the satire, which I think was, I don't think it's good enough to be a great film. And then it felt like it was gonna become a great film by adding in all these other layers about grief and about introspection, and then everything else just never really took off. So and I wanna, I wanna really thank you because I we agree on a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> we agree on a lot Anytime. of things here, um, but I think that as a film on those layers, on the actual surface events that happen, yeah, it fizzles out. Mm. But I think where I started to enjoy it was the subtext, the meaning, the aim behind, you know, Jeffrey's character Mm. um, and what he's actually trying to work through, uh, which is the, you know, the view of of the black culture as a monolith and how it's viewed under the gaze of, of a white audience. And I think... Yes, it's still been done before, but I think there are some fresh ideas here. And I, I actually enjoyed some of the, the, the... I enjoyed the situations. Like, I thought it was yeah. quite clever to uh, have him be annoyed at it and then write a book yeah. to pander it and then then be on the committee reviewing it. I think it's quite mean. a multi-layered way of approaching it, that. It, yeah. it could have been beefed out a lot more. But yes, then, then we yeah. got distracted by the other stuff. But then the other stuff never took off either. So then it was just, it all felt a bit yeah. at a certain... So let's do this. Let's talk about, let's just spend some time on the film itself. And mm. then I want to kind of talk about the black culture thing towards okay. the end. Because I've written a few notes on that. Um, 
first of all, there are some characters in it. I feel like what happens is it's a bit crazy when it's in when the black characters are situated in white situations, like, for example, at work when he's at work and he has to have these conversations, like when he's at the uh, library and he's trying to take to task the guy, why is my book in the African? Oh, in the bookstore. Yeah, everything is about race when they're out in, you know, quite a white-centric world. Also, when he's uh, in the group of judges and how he has to talk about these things and knows that there's only so much he can say, if not, because it's not understood. Mm. But then suddenly when the film goes back to an only black setting, i.e. the family... Mm. It becomes quite wholesome. Yeah. It becomes quite um, like, okay, we're not race. I don't even, I'm not even thinking about race. I'm just thinking about there's a family going through a huge change. Yeah. It wasn't just a black film. Yeah. And I don't even really like the, but you know what I mean? It wasn't just a black film. And, And that's what I mean. I think that there were so many seedlings of such good stuff. There. So let's talk about that. Um, I think there's a there, there there are notions around the fact that he's becoming more like his dad, where he wants to um, be this writer that is exposing everything, but he's not very open mm. himself mm. to people. He does. It seems like he doesn't even talk to his sister really or hasn't been part of anything. Yeah, like he's very much seemed like a guy who doesn't know himself. He doesn't know himself. Yeah. yeah, and that I thought was interesting you know and then the relationship with his mother as well seemed to care about his mother one of my favorite characters in that film lorraine yeah i just yeah. love everything about she was lorraine. just full of goodness full of goodness you know that was just like i see all your rubbish <laughs> but i'm just gonna, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna rise above it and i think her ending is beautiful yeah and that's yeah. what i mean like that there, there are gems that you can't take away and i think definitely it kept my interest, so I, I don't want to be completely negative because it kept my interest and storylines like that, I think, were really good. Yeah. But it just, there was just so much more that it could so have. So much more that I guess could... that's why I left feeling a bit disappointed and, I don't know, I, I think it could have been longer. I think okay. if it was longer, then naturally these things would have been drawn out a bit more. And, you know, I think that the love the love interest with, with Cor- 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 Coraline... Coraline. Cor- yeah, I think so. a bit dead. Yeah, it almost felt like a filler. Yeah, exactly. Like, it wasn't... First of all, it wasn't organic. It became more organic, I think. I mean, she put it on him pretty quickly, which is fine. I'm cool with that. And I think that again felt like a symptom of how short the film was i and love how when he was they were having a drink in the, and then the ex came in <laughs> i'm about to get he, shot at. he left double time <laughs> he was, the way he necked that wine he was walking like, but looking right like, i'm about to yeah, i actually thought that was her I, I actually thought that was her son for like a good five minutes <laughs> i was clearly getting so confused but um yeah it was I, again if it yeah i know what you mean it didn't feel super organic the beginning but it just needed to be longer and I very rarely say a film needs to be longer but these things felt rushed and that's why they didn't come across as organic so just coming back to the actual plot did you enjoy the so let's kind of distill it to he's a writer Mm. he finds out that you know Issa Rae that's the lady who wrote that uh what's the name of the book that was getting all the praise that he really hated something ghetto I can't remember, yeah. but it was ghetto. It was ghetto. It was ghetto, <laughs> and and like that, he meets that book. Mm. It kind of makes him upset, and he writes a book. I found that plot quite interesting. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Yeah. It the film kept my attention. I wanted to know where it was going to go. I wanted to know what was going to happen. Yeah, but it it almost felt like a bit of a false landing 
for me because it just yeah yeah that it it felt like there were levels that it could have gone to that it didn't so do you remember the conversations that they had um um about you know when uh it's a character the woman who wrote that book that mm. she was having he she was reading sinatra it. golden was yeah saying, sinatra yeah. golden exactly um and she said she brought an interesting element as to are you criticizing this as well because a woman wrote this mm. versus mm. a man and i'm like okay wow you're taking it yeah. to a completely different mm. level and i thought why are they not continuing that, that just seemed like a snapshot yeah. into something much deeper and then they just ended it there yeah yeah Again, what, like, why why not beef that out a bit yeah, more? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, again, it, it just felt like... It's like the director, sorry to interrupt you, like had spurts of ideas. Exactly. But never fully fleshed exactly. them out. And I know it's a lot there uh, to do. Uh, but if you're not going to flesh it out, mm. it does show that it's half-baked, mm. the word you use yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. Um, and that's just kind of where, as a plot, as a film in itself, mm. it falls short, in my opinion. Yeah, because you, I think casting, I think, was actually on the money. I yeah, I, Jeffrey yeah. Wright, as a confused genius black, <laughs> yeah. the, you know, is great. You Thinking know. man. Thinking man. <laughs> is, 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 he's always, I, like I was going to say at the beginning of this, I've, I've rated him in a lot of what he does more recently. Like, he's great in source code he's really good and, and guys uh, i'm gonna say this now i think the batman um with robert patterson is one of the better ones out there as commissioner <laughs> that was actually good I yeah, the, agree, the, yeah the commissioner as commissioner gordon he's really really good so i think nailed it with that i think they nailed it with uh, uh sinatra golden's character yeah i think she 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 just fits that part mm. um who else do you think was a was a we loved you know as we said we loved um lorraine yeah she's really good and actually i really another storyline that i think just felt very half-baked was clifford yeah um, his younger brother yeah it's who, like they put all the stereotypes of someone like that and i don't know i don't know it wasn't it wasn't the stereotyping it was it was to me, like when I was watching the film, I was like, "Oh, there's you know, this is so multi-layered." You know, there's the there's a writer who's trying to find himself and stay true to himself in mm. a very difficult industry that has got a lot of stereotypes and its own agendas. You yeah, know? yeah. Then he's forced to go back home, you know, not through his own choice. Yeah. And re- is realizing that there's a lot about himself and his childhood. So he doesn't even really know himself. Is the mm. honest truth. Like mm. he seemed really hard done by by the fact that everyone knew his dad was a cheater but him yeah, yeah, him, yeah. And he really yeah. struggled so yeah. I was like there's a storyline here then there I mean his sister was taken out pretty quickly in the film but then there's his brother who has only just started to find himself but is, is yeah, really kind is of really in the phase of being quite wild yeah, and yeah. not caring about anything else but, but having apparently a good time. he's a plastic surgeon yeah yeah, it, it, yeah. I mean Which, I could believe it but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the things, like, just to touch on that, sorry to interrupt, is that I feel like, you know, there's this weird thing in um, in, in, in Hollywood where, or just in all sort of black-centric films where you either have, they're either really poor mm. or to overcompensate, they become really rich mm. and everyone has to be super, super successful to mitigate the fact that, look, I'm a high-achieving black person. I was like... Okay, this family who are upper middle class got two homes, mm. uh, three what? Three doctors, two doctors. Well, mm. the dad was a doctor, and the dad two, was a doctor. The two daughter kids, daughter and was, the a, and the son was. A, they got a writer and all of that. I was like, are they f- kind of making this not realistic in the sense? I mean, I think it's realistic. It's yeah. more just I'm, not I'm just, what it's not what we see on it's TV. Not what we so see we're, on we're t- stereo. Exactly. We're yeah. primed to assume that you know, the family are going to be a bit hood in some way, shape or yeah, form. Yeah. You know, I think it's perfectly 
realistic. It's just not what we're shown on telly. Yeah, but you know where it's... You know what I'm saying, where there's a, a sort of an over-exaggeration of the opulence of... I didn't of, get that. No, you didn't. No. Yeah, No, so I didn't. And I, yeah. and I realised that that's not what the focus was because they immediately introduced the trauma of the family and their mm. brokenness and mm. how things aren't working. And just to touch on what you're saying, there is that layer there where you remember where at the sometime, some, at some point towards the end, they were like, um, it's always easier dealing with family that's not your own. Mm. I truly got that from mm. them that they just didn't know how to deal with each other in a way. They were all very different people, yeah. I think, and yeah. had, had grown up separately, but I guess forced to come back together because of what has a happened. massive life event. Yeah. Odd film. Odd film. Very <laughs> yeah. odd film. I love the um uh the, the eulogy by the beach. <laughs> what she said and then the white guy It who was, was very and that's what I mean, like there's there's actually so many like very golden bits in this film, but it just doesn't knit Do you together know what? properly. It gives me the vibe of the, this there film. There is something last, hilarious about last, Is it The Last Black Man of San Francisco? Have we seen that? We, we watched it at Uncle's house and it was so dead. Um, <laughs> but there was something, they were, it was, there was a quirkiness to it. There's a vibe that this film gives me. That, I think I vaguely yeah, remember that it. Yeah, it gives me yeah, the same no thing. I do remember it, yeah. yeah no, but that scene where the white guy goes, he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> there is something hilarious about them trying to beat this guy's living daylights out. Yeah. <laughs> In the middle of while they're throwing their ashes, it was like the camera panned out and he was throwing the ashes. Like he turned around while he's throwing his sister's ashes. Like fuck off, Cliff! Like you're always doing this. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's an interesting film. Um, I want to go into the the subtext now and the the deeper notions at play, um, which I think it raised a lot of interesting questions. And one of those is: Do you think Fiolonis was driven by self hate? Um, because I'm thinking, why is it so he hated his books being under African-American culture? And I get what you could say, because he should not be viewed. Remember when he was at the beginning, he sorry, I'm, I'm jumping around because I'm having a lot of thoughts. But at the beginning, he was about to, they did this plan, they did that intentionally, where he said, I don't believe in race. Mm. And then the, the taxi literally just goes past him and gets <laughs> yeah, to the white guy. And I think that's them trying to say, this guy's obviously... You, you better believe You better it. believe in race, because this is not just some mental construct. <laughs> it happens. Do you think he's driven by self-hate? Um, I think... Because there was because yes. there was an issue where he you know he loves white wine which everyone could love white wine but I think there was an issue about the family noting to the fact that he had only dated white women mm. before that mm. not that that means that you there's just, I feel like the film is making a commentary on that to say that there is an issue of he just doesn't like to fit into what white people see as black people so he's distancing himself from it all. Uh, this is my problem with the film is unless you're going to actually explore these things it just you're going to bring up a lot of assumptions and stereotypes and start to border on the offensive actually and yeah. and, and it's unless you're really going to go inside like you know you you could very much like people either whether it's men or women of of whoever you date you could of a different color and yeah. not hate yourself at all mm. but i think that they were bringing that up to suggest that he is someone who doesn't want to be seen as a typical black guy. Mm. And so I think if you're going to make that leap and mm. suggest to the audience that, oh, the reason why he likes white wine instead of, I don't know, like JD and Coke or whatever mm. is because then you need to beef out. Otherwise, it's it. just more stereotyping so, for the sake so of it. So for me, I'm thinking, is it that it didn't touch it or was it so subtle in the way that it raised these problems? Because there is a way where there is a duality 
um, especially for um, people, black people living in a, in a you know, a, a predominant white society where you're a person, but you're also a black person. And your race, race does play on your mind pretty much all the time. Maybe not for everyone, but I think for a lot of people, you do, you're always um, uh, reminded of your colour. Um, and I don't think that's a natural state to be in. Now, um, I've lived in Nigeria before. Um, and I was younger, and I, there, were, there were periods of that time where you don't think of your race mm. at, at all. It's not because everyone's the same because race. everyone's the same race. It's not a thing you think about. In fact, everyone is just basically uh, judged by the content of their character, their physical attributes, and how much money they've got. Mm. That's what it is. It's not a race. And I think when you remove a black person from a certain and put them there, I think there's something that happens about the you know the constant heightened awareness of your skin color that now means you're now split into kind of two. And and I think you it results in a lot of code switching. It results in people you know adjusting their behavior which i don't think is healthy in the long run it creates uh, a dysfunctionality in the mm. mind what do you think i definitely i agree with all of that i just i think that if you're gonna dive into that in a film then mm. you need to give it time and effort and spotlight and Absolutely. and i i feel like using what are possibly slightly lazy stereotypes yeah. about the color like, of person you date or yeah. what you drink or, yeah. or what you wear just it's it's not for me. It's just it's not good enough. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's just it's a little bit lazy. I have to say. Listen, if, uh, if that's why you're doing it. Yeah. The second thing is, I think it raises. Um, you know, one of the, the issues I I got from it is, you know, being there was a lot of things that were said in the film that I feel like. First of all, I don't think all white people want to see black trauma. I think no, not at all. And again, it's another stereotype. It's it's another stereotype. Like, yeah, you you know, sometimes, for example, all the films I've seen of, you know, of all the things I've seen that have to do with Latin America seem to be through the spectrum of drug wars. Mm. It's bloody interesting, Mm. but you know, there's more to it. It It doesn't mean that I want to feed off. It's just it's quite interesting how they frame it, and I think it's quite lazy sometimes Mm. to 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 just say that, oh, this is just a critique of all white people. Mm. Um, but there were things that were said that I think were quite offensive to uh, to, to non-black people, but, I, but they were doing it in the form of being pro-black. So my question from that is, um, can you be pro-black without being anti-white? Because I feel like every time you, you, know, you want to make a statement, it's always through uh, the lens of, uh, we are trying to overthrow a little, the, the, the chains of our necks. That's what pro-black is. Is there a way of subtly being pro-black without, you know, it being an offensive tirade towards other people? Yeah, I think if you're just who you are and don't take rubbish, so if someone, if someone is discriminating against you or treating you differently to the next person, then you are more than allowed to call that out. Yeah. And that doesn't have to be in an offensive way or in a way that's pointing out the colour of their skin or their culture. It's more, I respect myself as a human being, regardless of what colour I may or may not be. Yeah. And I'm speaking up because there's something happening here which is not fair. Yeah. And it's it's not a comment on you or what you think about me. It's just, this is the line and I respect myself enough to say no thanks to that behaviour. Do you know, I just, it literally came to my mind, a beautiful, beautiful animated film that just basically answers my question that yes, you can be pro-black and it just be about black people. Um, Soul, the one we watched with um, Little Amy. I can't remember. 
the jazz one where he's a jazz. Oh my god, I love that film. Yeah, that was good. yeah, that was such an enriching yeah, film. We need to watch that again. Yeah, we need to watch that again. <laughs> yeah. It was it was really good. Yeah. And I think yes, you can create a, a text that does that. Yeah. Um, my second question is about the monolithic nature of 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 black people. Um, you know, of black black society. Again, I feel like there's this unhealthy focus on just black Americans. You know, black people exist all around the world. I guess UK needs to make and other countries another need to country make more that, films. Yeah, well, Nigeria, like literally, and, I, and America is a very unique place because yeah. of this because of its history in terms of how black and white people were related. It's very unique, and in some ways, the UK is very unique in that way. And it's, yeah, these it's, are very it's, it's these are almost um, experiments yes, in a way. Yeah. So yeah, but you know, again, I have to use Nigeria. People just did what they did. There wasn't like there was no one. Yeah, people. There are some people who like to copy American films and walk in a certain way and mm. do it, but most people just went about their business normally yeah. and spoke normally yeah. and did things in a normal way yeah. and just reacted to situations in the way that humans react. There wasn't a, oh, I'm being overly aggressive to the city. It's just really annoying what mm. this was happening here. So I just think there's that unhealthy focus where the rest of the world sees all black people through the lens of black Americans. And that's, that's the problem with Hollywood. That, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. the biggest export of. That's why we've got to push Bollywood and Nollywood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put... Nollywood needs to up. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'm serious. <laughs> um, the last thing I wanted to kind of touch on was... Um, I think there's a huge kind of sometimes disregard of the fact that class affects your behaviour more than race. Mm. And the fact that you could be black or white, I think it's just how much money you have that gives you the exposure to certain things that people then stereotype you against isn't it like the white wine and the and that's what i mean like i think on the one hand that's that's why those those things those comments if they're in there to point at potential self-hate or avoiding one's roots i put in quotation marks it is a bit lazy because you've also gone and made him and his family a family that are relatively well off Mm. (laughs) so you know it doesn't doesn't really add up so yeah i think i totally agree with what you're saying yeah so am i am i correct in saying that you just felt it felt it felt short as a film and it felt short in exploring all these really interesting notions and ideas that it was trying to create it was a good film and i would actually watch it again Okay, really? Um, yeah, but I think that's more to understand it. Okay. Um, and I think that it set itself up in a way that made me expect a lot from it. And okay. I just, by the end, didn't get that. Okay. And that's why I feel a little bit deflated by it. But yeah. I think it is still a good film. Yeah. Is it worth an Oscar? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I really, really? Well, I really don't know. Yeah, I really I, don't I, do you know, know what? I, that definitely. I think we need to check. I think the Oscars I from an individual in, performance. Yeah, I was yeah, yeah like uh, Jeffrey Wright was yeah, amazing. And, uh, yeah, but I think as a film, it's 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 not strong it's, enough. It feels like it's just another forty-five minutes away from being pretty damn good. Yeah, so you mean like rounding up its ideas? And yeah, ra- rounding up its ideas and beefing them out properly. Okay, and not leaving love interests and family grief completely completely unexplored unexplored. yeah yeah Yeah, didn't didn't like that but then that's what i mean that i think that the satire is what makes it uh, it gives it the brevity to do that gives it the leeway to just those things are just kind of by the way it, that drives the plot forward it, you know didn't work for it's me. almost like oh she fell down the drain ha 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 that kind of thing it's like yeah. slapstick almost in a way it wasn't slapstick enough I yeah think. for yeah. it to you, you went too deep you went too yeah. deep yeah, yeah yeah 
yeah. and then realised you weren't wearing armbands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what one. about you? What did you think? Um, yeah, Jeffrey Wright's performance is amazing. I think yeah. everyone did a pretty good job. Uh, I really love Lorraine's character. It's just yeah. full of black goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's just something about that. Um, it started off with a bang. Yeah. I was loving it. Yeah. I was loving the backwards and forwards. I thought, oh, this is like a black Woody Allen film. Um, but then just quickly, you know, sapped out of them. Yeah, sapped out of all of its energy. Yeah. Started going around these avenues. So then fizzles out. Um, I did enjoy the multi-layered uh, central plot. Uh, of him writing a book because of he, uh, which was then you know and I don't know if we've touched it on it too much but you know trying to see to to explain how the gaze of the white gaze on on black trauma uh, affects the kind of content that's produced from black society um, I think that was done well to an effect um, I think it could be explored more it's again this is all very elitist intellectual stuff. Do, is this really going to translate to people on the street and how they feel about things? I don't know. It's a lot of words, a lot of buzzwords. Um, so, yeah, I would give that maybe an, a six, seven out of ten for that. Um, but it does raise interesting notions in this third layer and um, the stuff that I was talking about, about towards the end. And I think that it raises enough questions for it to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I appreciate the fact that you, you brought this all up. Um, I like where they were going. I like where they were going with it. And, you know, that's the reason why, you know, people like us on the podcast can can extrapolate. But I don't think that was intentional. I think they just ran out of time. Working against the clock. Working against the clock. Let me not say anything. Let me not say anything about our timing. Yeah. Our people's timing. Anyway. I love the part where he was like, oh, well, if I've got to be, I might as well just stereotype and turn up late. And the part where they're talking and the, the ambulance goes. <laughs> and he's off. And, and he's just like, man, he's so authentic. He ran away <laughs> yeah. when he heard the song. <laughs> it was funny. It was yeah. Funny I, I think it's it's got it's got layer it's got uh, gems of authenticity in there yeah. and I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Out of ten? Out of ten. I'll give it a seven. I'll give it a seven as well, yeah. actually. Right, fine yeah. if we agree. <laughs> anyway, guys, it'll be great to know your thoughts on this. I think, you know, this is one of those films that's open to interpretation. Let us know what you think. Shout uh, out to Sloan. Shout out to Sloan, yeah. recommendation. Thank you very much. Although I, it was on our radar already, wasn't it? It, it was, yeah. on, but I hadn't read or seen anything yeah. about it, so... Thanks for that. Thanks, Sloan FG. Yeah, um, and I think I should be going into films more cold because I, I. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know treat you're saying us, that with a bit of <laughs> Anyway, guys, have a great evening and let us know your thoughts on Lights, Camera, and Life. See you next time. See ya. Bye.